0: Okay, here we go. So, our group finally went to the last group of people that they needed to convince in order to get into Alantaris, um, the Tritons. So, our group had to cross the the gorge, the crevice. I forgot what I called it specifically. I don't have that note in front of me. But um, it has a current moving through it. Um, so, it's kind of hard to traverse. Um, it's, it's like walking through a river for lack of a better definition. Um, but anyway, the group crossed that um, and met the Tritons. Now, um, this group of people, um, like all the groups, don't really deal with outsiders very much. There's a reason that Alan Taurus is mythical to the rest of the world. So, uh, the players meeting them, um, they're a little hesitant. The first person that they met um, was Harrison and uh, she was a little standoffish and kind of stuck up. Um, and so the group said that they wanted to help. She wasn't convinced that these people could help in any way. Um, but behind her was one of the younger generation, a girl named Finhanolin. And Finhanolin, um was very eager to meet the group, was intrigued because this group um looked so very different from any anybody that she'd ever seen, um particularly Mia mine. Mia mine is half um, half orc. and orcs traditionally don't traverse the ocean. <laughs> and so um, they looked very different from anyone that she had ever seen before, and she was really excited by this meeting. She told the group that if they wanted to gain the support of the Tritons, they could, um, possibly retrieve an item. They'd have to get more information from the Tide Teller who is Lena Withelin. Um, I was really proud of these names by the way. Um, it, for me it creates more of the culture there um, and one of the things they did when they talked to the group when um, the first one, Hera Sinalis, talked to the group. She asked them their names um, and picked out Bambi as the leader. The reason being that Bambi had a four-syllable name. She introduced herself as Bambi Barbie. Since she had a proper name, Harrison Liss deferred to her um, as the group leader. Uh, the only other one that she would have deferred to, me um, on mine had the closest to a four-syllable name. If an Austriana had introduced herself with a proper name, she might have deferred to her as well. But an Austriana introduced herself as Stree. Uh but Finn Hanolin, uh was super excited by the group, loved the nicknames, and the group insisted they were gonna call her Finn. <laughs> My group was not about these names at all. Um and so <laughs> they were like, Yeah, I'm I'm not saying that. Uh I don't think they wrote like any of the names down <laughs> because they were just they just looked at them and they were like, Nope. Um so uh, they were inter- invited back to Winofara Hethelis, which is the city's name, and, and were told that they would be able to meet with the Tide Teller the next day, uh, but in the meantime, they could enjoy the nightlife. And I had a couple things written down um, that the group could interact with because I felt like before this, it had been like, show up to the city, get the job, do the job, move on. Um, I wanted them to be able to interact with this environment a little bit more. Um, if they if they chose to. And of course they didn't choose to. <laughs> they, they looked at, you know, the tide surfing and the pie eating contest and um, some of the other things that I had written down and and they, they were like, yeah, I'm just gonna go to bed. Like this is all just filler between the time we get to do the thing, like do the next thing, follow. They're very much like we have a goal, like let's get to the goal. These are all things that are in the way of the goal. We just wanna do the thing which is fine. This is what D and D is. It's, you know, you can do whatever you want. Um, so, um, the group goes to bed. Meanwhile, me on mine is, um, gaining more and more groupies, pretty much. Fennehandle had gone and gotten more of her friends together. She dyed her hair with streaks of green, um, and altered her clothes to more closely mimic the clothes that the outsiders had brought in. And, uh, it was it was pretty fun um it was uh a pretty fun way to get into character for me and uh i don't know if me on mine or the player zena was more like confused by the encounter um but they were just kind of like yeah let's just you know nah <laughs> uh yeah like th- they didn't really know what to do with them they just kind of you know we're like go away i'm going to do my thing um it was pretty funny to watch um and so but yeah now mia mine has groupies called greenies <laughs> um and what was really funny was they got the map uh the next day they met with the tide teller lena Lynn, got the map um which i was really proud of <laughs> i'm I'm not ashamed that I am proud of <laughs> the props, <laughs> no matter how cheesy or homemade they are. Um, I had made a tinfoil map because parchment doesn't work underwater, and um, so it was a map showing kind of what they needed to do. At the end of the map was a dragon right before the shell that they were t- to recover. Uh, so they saw the dragon on the map, deduced that there was probably going to be a dragon at the end of this, and I think it was either Street or Bambi that um, <laughs> said, hey, you've got groupies, we're going to fight a dragon, let's use them as cannon fodder or a distraction. They're, they're they're fine with it, they'll do whatever me on mine says. <laughs> um, <laughs> and... Shime over there was just like horrified <laughs> um that they would suggest it. And um the group decided not to do that. I thought it was kind of funny. It wasn't something I'd planned for, um, uh, but it was definitely something they could have pulled off because um indeed the greenies would have been happy to face down a dragon for their new friendslash idol. Um, <laughs> um and, and it's just really fun to see how the, the group interacts with that sort of thing. Um Anyway, the group decided that they, they were just going to handle it themselves. Um, they went back to the the huge gorge and were able to navigate it and find the shipwreck. I, was, I didn't have a specific plan on how they would be able to get to the shipwreck. I knew it would be difficult because of the current that was running through the gorge. Um, they stone-shaped a rock, tied a rope to it, tied a rope to another big rock. Uh, stream made a really great perception check found the shipwreck, tossed the rock over, and then was able to use the the rope to climb down. That was... I thought it was pretty ingenious. Um, they get into the shipwreck, and there was a message, uh, like a poem cipher kind of thing, um, for what to do next. And I was really nervous watching the group try to figure this out, because I had written the... Like, I had made it myself. Um, this was a puzzle that I had created, and you want... A puzzle that's clear enough the group can figure it out but vague enough it's still a puzzle and I think I'm I think I tried to make it too clear (laughs) and it confused the group I'm not sure but they I mean they figured it out they figured it out they just thought there was more to it Um, um, and ideally ideally they were supposed to ride the anchor down to the cave um, because it was a magic anchor that by holding on it, they could see the entrance of the cave. Um, they dropped the anchor and then followed the chain down. And so I went ahead and changed it a little bit. So as long as they were holding onto the chain, they could see the cave. I didn't want to complicate this too much. They had, you know, worked through it enough. I was happy <laughs> with where they were at. Um, they got into the cave. I was ready to do the thing. They get into the cave. At the end of the cave, they see a pair of eyes. And at this point, I had given my group the option to stop. I thought they were getting tired. It was like 10 at night. Um, it was like kind of like, mm, do we want to get into another big encounter or do we want to go ahead and call it? And the group, <laughs> to my surprise, was like angry. Um, they were like, we went through all this crap to get to here. We finally get to fight, especially, especially Cryptus. Cryptus was like, he'd been waiting all night to roll his dice and hit something and by golly there might have been a riot <laughs> if i had not just yeah and it was great i'm glad i'm glad i let i let the play continue i just wasn't sure where my group was at but it was really funny it makes me feel good um, as a dm when the group is like yeah i want to keep playing so um yeah there was there was a dragon now The way this encounter was designed, the dragon had created this cave. Um, They had uh, clawed it out, pretty much. And so it was a very narrow entrance. It was a 20 by 20 entrance, which was the size of the dragon. Because I figure dragons are really smart. Of course, they're going to create a lair where the, you know the terrain favors them a dragon has a breath weapon and so you want a narrow corridor to kind of group everyone up so you can you know line them up and knock them down um so the dragon had that going for them the group approaches they decide that first they want to try to maybe talk to the dragon um, and the only one that speaks uh dragon I can't remember if that's the actual language name. Anyway, (laughs) I don't have all my notes in front of me. I'm sorry. Uh, But the only one that spoke dragon was the monk, who doesn't have great charisma, but somehow always ends up being the person that tries to convince, to persuade, to deceive. Like, she's always the one that ends up doing that. (laughs) And it's so funny to me, especially since she talks to the dragon is trying to convince them to give them the... Item that they're after rolls a natural (laughs) twenty, which I was I was actually prepared for this because um, I'm I'm learning. Uh, The encounter went differently because of the roll. Um, The dragon would have been very bent on killing someone, whoever looked weakest or most injured, or you know whatever. You know, they they would have been a lot more ruthless. Um, had had that role gone differently. Um, so it did change things, just so you know, Liz. <laughs> um, so the dragon instead was like, well, I can't just give it to you. You have to earn it. So the group is like, all right, game on. I wanted to fight a dragon anyway. The first thing the dragon does is uh, they use their fear ability. They cast fear. And I think, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, every single person failed the save if I'm remembering correctly <laughs> Like guess as, as I'm watching this go down I'm like oh okay okay this is like I, I wasn't expecting that um but cool like let's let's play <laughs> let's do this um the barbarian was quickly like well I'm just gonna rage so I don't have to deal with this fear crap um I don't think they ever actually saved. I think they just raged through the whole thing. (laughs) Um, And the other person that never saved was uh, Liz, Stree. Stree never saved either, Um, which really sucked because monks are really best at, you know, um, melee fighting. You know, you, you get in close, you hit them a bunch. And also, I think has, like, better wisdom than most of the group. So it was really surprising that they were the ones that couldn't, make the save and i felt really bad <laughs> um because they just had to like lob fireballs from the back you know go guys go and i yeah i felt bad um sorry liz but it was really fun to watch the the battle go down the group um works together really well they're starting to figure out how to help each other with their abilities like they know uh she may knew to get up close to the dragon so that bambi could get her sneak attack and she was doing tons of damage um you know, everyone everyone was able to do a lot of damage to the dragon. The dragon also had two ayun stones um, that it was using. Because I don't know why it took me this long, this long to figure out that hey, the stuff I have in the treasure hoard could be stuff that the big bad is actually using, rather than just having it lying around so i had two iron stones that the group can use um that the dragon was going to use um it bumped up their armor class one of them bumped up their armor class by one so they had an armor class of 20 um and the other one was a spell absorption stone so anything fourth level or below they could absorb Um, and they did end up absorbing a spell cast by someone i don't remember who the group will have to tell me um I was just super excited to be able to use that ability. <laughs> um, I was also waiting for bear to cast something like uh, banishment or polymorph. I think bear had warned me that he was going to try polymorph and um, he ended up not doing that. I, th- I think it just was that he couldn't get close enough or he was waiting for them to use all their legendary resistances, which I had in my back pocket because I knew the wizard was going to try something. <laughs> And uh, they used a couple of them. Um they never had to use it against the the polymorph or banishment um, because they they killed it quick enough or didn't didn't kill it. What happened was the barbarian got the killing blow, which I was super excited about because it's been a while. and uh, since they'd gotten a killing blow. They got the killing blow and they got to decide, because they were in melee, whether or not they wanted to kill the dragon. And you could see you could see the conflict going through Zena's mind. <laughs> like, it's a dragon, it's huge and stuff. But should we, like, we also, like, talked to it and it said that we had to work for it, but we're also going to steal all the stuff. Anyway, <laughs> that's, how, that's how that facial expression came across to me. Just so you know, Xena. Uh, They ended up knocking out the dragon. Stealing all their stuff. And going back to. Winifera Hethelis. I'm. I am super excited. For uh, how this is going to go. Next time. Because they're probably. Finally going to get to the castle. This is the culmination of. Like two years of. Off and on playing through this campaign. The you know defeating the three castles. This is the last one, the hardest one to find. I'm super excited, but also nervous to see how it goes. And, um, but it's been so much fun to watch. (laughs) Anyway, thanks for listening and I will talk to you guys again soon. Bye.